episode of Access Ability. I'm your host, Laura. I'm a white woman with bright blue hair, shaved on one side, wearing a purple t-shirt with a ghost Pokemon design on the front. In terms of gaming peripherals and devices that have been designed first and foremost to help disabled gamers keep playing games on a level playing field, I'd argue that there have been very few devices as instrumental in opening up gaming to disabled gamers as the Xbox Adaptive Controller. Originally announced around four years ago, the device is a base to which various modular controller add-ons can be added. If you find that you need your buttons to be separated out from your D-pad, if you need a big chunky flight stick rather than traditional analog stick, if you need your buttons separated out, if you need foot pedals to act as buttons, the Xbox Adaptive Controller basically acts as a hub to allow for the kind of customization that can sometimes be really important for disabled gamers playing games. It is a mass-produced device that massively brought down the barrier to entry to something that had previously been very much the remit of specialist charities. While still more expensive than a traditional Xbox controller, particularly when you take into account the price of purchasing all of the various switches and additional inputs that it requires that are not included in the box, the Xbox Adaptive Controller is still by far the cheapest, most accessible entry point to this kind of custom gaming hardware, and has really opened up this space to a lot of people who had previously either been priced out of it, or had been stuck on very lengthy waiting lists for charities to create bespoke solutions for them. However, it seems like Microsoft isn't done dabbling in the hardware accessibility space. We got the news recently that Microsoft is working on a trio of new adaptive peripherals, initially designed to work on PC, but will later work on mobile devices, that is designed not only to help with gaming and to make gaming more accessible, but also to make general day-to-day -day PC use more accessible. So today, on Access Ability, we're going to talk about Microsoft's new upcoming adaptive accessories. We're going to talk about the three key components of the new setup, how they can be customised, and how they compare to the Xbox Adaptive Controller as an accessibility solution. What parts make up this new set of adaptive accessories? Well, there's the adaptive hub, adaptive buttons, and adaptive mouse. First up, the adaptive hub functions as a replacement or an augmentation option for a traditional keyboard, and functions somewhat similarly to the Xbox Adaptive Controller's base peripheral, just without the large face buttons. It's a much smaller device fulfilling a very similar role, it seems. The device features a number of input ports, including 3.5mm switch ports, which are the same standard the adaptive controller uses, and can be programmed to set certain keys or combinations of keys to be activated with separate peripherals. The adaptive mouse is a small, flat, square mouse designed to be augmented with a series of varied peripherals to change its shape, in order to make it easier to move and press buttons on. Its flat, square shape is designed to make it easy to create custom 3D printed moulds for, in order to make user-created custom mounts as easy to create as possible for specific needs. Lastly, the new adaptive button is an 8-directional button which can be augmented with overlay button toppers to change its functions. It could be set up to act as a single button, a pair of buttons, a D-pad, or even a joystick depending on the peripherals that are placed on top of it and how it's programmed. It seems that all of these individual components are Bluetooth enabled, meaning that they can be set up without needing to be connected by cables. 
but any additional peripherals that you then connect to them will still need to be cabled in. Right now, there are a lot of questions about these new adaptive accessories that will need to be answered eventually. We don't know how many shells for the mouse or toppers for the button will be included as standard, or if the intention is that, much like the adaptive controller, players will need to create or purchase their own augmentations to add onto the base products. Many shells and toppers are shown off in promotional images, but it's currently unclear how many of those will be available to purchase from Microsoft or bundled in with the base kit. We also don't know currently how much the adaptive accessories will cost, whether they will be available separately or as a bundle, or when exactly they're going to be released. While there are currently a lot of unknowns about this trio of peripherals, I'm willing to give Microsoft the benefit of the doubt. As far as I'm concerned, Microsoft, at least in the last five to ten years, has a really solid track record of getting disabled users involved early on in the design process for adaptive tech, really listening to the kinds of things that are being asked for, and just hitting the nail on the head, not missing the mark at all. If the Xbox Adaptive Controller is anything to go by, I expect this to be really well received by the people it is designed for. Microsoft are generally very good at creating accessibility tech that is fit for purpose, that aims for an affordable price point, and it is fitting the needs of the users it's designed for. When this trio of peripherals eventually releases for PC and Surface Pro tablets in the autumn of this year, I'll be sure to check them out and to give you a review of how they work in practice, but until then, I'm mainly just really excited to see that Microsoft is continuing to invest time and money into making sure that hardware tech is as accessible as possible. I'm glad that the Xbox Adaptive Controller wasn't a one-and-done attempt, and I'm glad to see that they are continuing to try and push things forwards in this space.